Hello, guys, and welcome to the latest MSC Performance Podcast. Um, really hope you've enjoyed our latest episodes. There's uh, been some fantastic content coming out, I think, so uh, if I do say so myself. Um, so uh, today's podcast is going to be a little bit more kind of laid back, uh, a little bit more uh, fun. So uh, the title of the podcast is Get to Know the Coaches. Um, so we've got uh, Sonia and Ben with us today. Hello, Excuse guys. me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm. I'm going. I'm done. Hi guys. I'm Sonia. Sonia and Sonia and Luke. I do apologise. I do apologise. I think deep down, <clears> I, was, I was thinking of Ben. Um, he's can't be with us. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a hat, today. so it could be Jin. It could Absolutely. be Absolutely. So uh, get to know our coaches with Sonia and Luke, of course. Um, so, how are we doing, guys? I do apologise, Luke. Yeah, good, mate. You know, it's good like, after after six years of being by your side in the trenches. Um, it's, it's good to know I've earned your respect. So, yeah, feeling feeling great. Fantastic. Forgot your name. That was all. You know, it's one of them, isn't it? Say no more. But we know where we stand then. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, as I say, guys, just a bit, a bit more of a light-hearted one today. So, uh, we're throwing out some uh, pretty, pretty intense... Uh, content and podcast lately so uh, I've basically got 15 questions for each of the uh, coaches. <laughs> Luke's there like he's, I'm, on the, I'm on the clock here Bab it's gonna cost me a fortune this podcast um, so 15 questions each uh, it wasn't gonna be 10 but I got a bit excited um, so I'm gonna ask the questions and uh, each of the guys will, uh, will will answer and we'll uh, we'll see how we uh, we'll see how we go I don't know what the questions are so We'll you know, it might be like next. <laughs> next. No comment. No comment. It could be a very quick. It could be a very quick podcast. Uh, any questions from from you two before we start? Shall we? No be questions. Boring? But I think I think Sonia's used to like questions from like when we we were drunk playing like drinking games, and she's expecting that kind of level of question versus the PG friendly Q and A that this is going to be. This is this is. This is PG. Um, you know, we do have listeners of uh, of you know wide age ranges, and you know, very sensible, very sensible to them. Won't be uh, won't be those kind of questions. Okay, um, so we'll go ladies first. So, first question: How long have you been in the industry, Sonia? Oh, it's been three years. Uh, if I count the internship uh, in MSC, uh, but I've been fully working in the industry for two years, so quite short compared to these boys um, and boys who, who work with me, but it's always good to have a bit of a fresh meat in it, I think, <laughs> in the industry. Keep, we're and, keeping uh, it clean. We're keeping it clean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, well, yeah ev like... Everything that me and Mark knows is irrelevant now because it's it's 10 years out of date. So it's actually <laughs> good to get someone else in. Well, it's, yeah, I realised the other day it's been 10 years since I've done my master's. So that, that's that's a write-off now. May as well chuck that in the bin. And uh, yeah, we, we learn as we go along. But, sorry, Sonia, carry yeah. on. Um, yeah, so pretty much um, since I like um, entered the industry, I've been uh, into MSC. So MSC and these boys is all I know so far. <laughs> no, I think like it, it, it's an amazing place and um, people to be around um, and I'm enjoying it so far. And I think three years is, is a long time already. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think you, you, you're in a much more advanced position than, than I was, uh, you know, after, after three or four years in the industry. So uh, I, think you, I think you're doing well, Bab. I think you're very, yeah, very knowledgeable, doing good, doing good bits. What about Luke, you, Luke? It's been a long old time, isn't it? It's, 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 yeah, it's been a while working out. Um, so I did, my, I did a sports science degree at 18, um, which I'm 31 now. So that was like, yeah, a long time ago. Unfortunately, 13 years ago, um, I started working in a health club at 22, uh, which was on reception, if you remember, Mark. Uh, so pretty much from 23, I'd say I was working in a gym, in a gym environment versus being like on reception or sales, etc. Uh, so since 23 to, to 31, so eight years, five and a half of those being at MSC Performance. Um, so exclusively like strength and conditioning slash powerlifting coaching uh, five and a half years but overall yeah like a little bit longer do you feel um do you feel envious of of sonia for uh not to blow her own trumpets too much but for for coming into the industry and going straight into that snc environment and being surrounded by by good coaches and good good members People. um whereas obviously we we did a I don't know. Let's say a bit more in the in the in the trenches. That's that's not taking anything sure. away from the from the staff and members at, um, yeah. at the health club we used to work at, but obviously it's very different. Or do you or do you think that was a valuable learning experience? Yeah. I think so. First of all, with with, with Sonia's is like I without my first compliment I think I've probably ever given Sonia is I I would never been I would never have done what she was willing to do um, to get a job. Like she worked as an intern for like. You know, 20 hours a week for free i wouldn't have ever done that um so like well, she, mate, we she know was willi- <laughs> luke money rogers i mean <laughs> but, 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 but realistically who can afford to to, to do that mm. or like balance it with the studies i i just didn't i wouldn't have had the work ethic at, at sonia's age to have to have committed to doing 20 hours on top of my studies on top of a job that has to pay so i would have been willing to do that so fair play to sonia like she's absolutely earned it because i wouldn't have been willing to to do that on the flip side, so I am envious, but like she's absolutely earned it and I would have been in no position to have got one. Um, on the flip, I think it's been really good to go into a health club first and just understand like the issues and the problematic issues that are in health clubs and the fitness industry and the reason why we've started a facility like we have to try and improve on what people should be getting out of them. And I think it's been really valuable to, to have that experience because Sonia knows there's issues with with leisure clubs and health clubs which she didn't understand firsthand while well, we had that first-hand experience so I am envious that she's had it but also I think it's been good and a valuable lesson and when people talk about like oh I know that Bannatines do programming I can tell them exactly what the programming is like at Bannatines because we've seen what people give out and we've seen what you get as part of your membership so I know ex- exactly what the programs say while Sonia mm. just knows they're bad we, we know firsthand so I think it's been good to to have done that. And it's yeah. so it great that you... I have you to tell me, so I learned something. Exactly, know. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, yeah, you can, you know, you can, you can honestly, hand on heart, say what the advantages of of training in a in a private S and C gym are compared to a to a health club. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd I'd agree with that as well. I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I think, like your nat- your natural route. Like if I was, you know, any sort of any sort of young young person coming through the industry I'd, I'd very much encourage you know if you were interested in performance-based training get straight into you know an snc gym or you know something like that but uh having said that you know learn learn a lot especially from a management and um 
yeah. sort of business side as well of a few things of not what you know what not to do so I was, I was thinking about it the other day about how tired I feel on a Tuesday after doing like back-to-back Metcon sessions and it's tiring but you're not actually doing the sessions it's just the energy that you give out to try and get the sessions to run well etc but comparatively to like working in a health club where on a Saturday I had to do uh, an hour spin class into an abs blast into a boxer size class which is fucking three hours back to back and then I try and do squats at 3 p.m. It was the old yeah. abs. I don't old know how we abs, that. Oh, wow. Half an hour of abs. Yeah. Yeah. It was the 12 spin yeah. classes a week that, that killed my career off early. That was, uh, that's for sure. I got down to about 78 kilo at one point, I think. Um, <laughs> let's move on, guys. So, uh, question two. Um, Luke can go first on this one. Uh, what made you get into SNC? I, again, it was like slightly accidental because um, when I did my degree, it wasn't SNC based, it was just sports studies. Uh, so I was very much interested in, in coaching. I was really interested in sports development, which is trying to get like minority groups to have full access to sports. So like stuff like, like people that might be handicapped, people that might not be as, as economically endowed. So just trying to get sport for all basically. And I was really into that idea and trying to pursue that. I think the SNC thing came as I developed into like trying to develop stuff for powerlifting and then looking a bit more into strength and conditioning. So it wasn't directly through the degree. I think it was environmental factors after that. So being surrounded by uh, people that used to train at a different gym who were interested in powerlifting. Mark was doing a, uh, his master's in, in strength and conditioning, so that massively um, influenced it. So I would say that it was more environmental factors and then my own pursuit of trying to... Um, learn more about powerlifting coaching it was probably what got us into into strength and conditioning i think that kind of coincided wasn't it i was doing my masters you were getting into powerlifting and like your experiences of getting into that my experiences of doing the masters and then putting that into into practice like training ourselves training our you know our clients was quite a you know it was quite synergized wasn't it yeah, because I think if you looked at like back to the health club, like it was very much like your general populations, but we both had an interest in either powerlifting coaching in strength and conditioning. And that was definitely influenced in the training. Like we was in a health club, but we we're still trying to practice like yeah. good strength training, if not strength and conditioning, strength training at least. And, and people were training correctly. Um, so yeah, you could definitely see that. Awesome. What about you, Sonia? What made you get sort of into S&C? So I think for me, it was maybe uh, the opposite of what Luke said. Um, so obviously I did sport and fitness studies as well as an undergrad. And at that point, I didn't know really like that what I want to be. I was just interested into training and coaching as it is like sport. Um, and I think that actually that degree brought me into that like science thing, like with all the research, the evidence-based coaching. Um, like actually understanding that like it's kind of if it's athleticism like you need a bit of both like you need a bit of that aerobic base bit of that aerobic base like the conditioning side and the strength so I think it was just like a natural way um and I only decided in my last last year at uni that I want to actually go and do master's in strength and conditioning so that's how I got into like the idea of SNC and that's that's what I think like the fitness for me is like for me it's SNC. Like if someone says fitness, everyone defines fitness differently. 
but like I see the background of it as strength and conditioning as a both. Does that make sense? Certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Leading on from that, actually, Sonia, um, into into question three. What what made you get into into weightlifting? Mm-hmm. Okay, Olymp- so, Olympic yeah, lifting yeah. slash weightlifting. CrossFit. So, sadly, it will be the CrossFit. Um, because obviously CrossFit has elements of Olympic weightlifting. And uh, that was the point where I kind of realized that I'm a bit better with the barbell with, than with my like own body weight exercises. Um, with, with body weight, yeah. So um, yeah. then I met like someone quite important back home. Um, he was like a national weightlifting coach. Um, and like I just went for like a camp or two of Olympic weightlifting with him and that's when I then that's when I got into it <clears throat> so then when I came here I just kind of carried on with it because I couldn't really find what I used to do in a gym like the CrossFit type thing and MSC changed the um, whole idea of our whole point of view of me seeing like CrossFit so fantastic what are, what are your um P- PBs, Sonia, for the snatch and the clean and jerk? At the moment, current, latest. Yeah, latest slash. <laughs> um, so it's a 95 snatch, 95 kilo snatch, and um, 110 clean and jerk. Nice, nice. Back squat? Back squat, <laughs> 140. One, 110 in it. Decent percentages. <laughs> Overhead squat, uh, 130. Okay. Um, when we're back open, guys, anyone who is interested in uh, getting into ollie lifting, Sonia does offer some personal coaching and also some programming as well. So uh, there we go. What about you, Luke? What uh, made you get into powerlifting? So I used to train at a gym and it was very much your kind of bro training style. And again, like, so this is what you said about the half come. I'm really glad that I did that um, because it just made you like learn a little bit more about that whole thing and it, it learns you to train hard there's a lot of positives that bros do that people could learn about they train incredibly hard um with really good intensity the environments are ridiculous and then i got disillusioned with it because i missed some kind of competition output and i think the the drive to get into the gym before was that i used to play like five-a-side football i used to play you know 11 side football uh, i used to play squash and then just like as you got slightly older not even old like 20 people start working people have different hours it's really hard to get everyone into like a tuesday at 7 p.m slot to play and hard to commit to to um to playing on a weekend when you're already working um so that was the initial drive to get into the gym and then from there like meeting a couple of people that power lifted through the bodybuilder style gym that kind of pushed me through going from like your bodybuilder split into something a bit more strength focused and i remember talking to a guy tony or still say is the guy that got me into powerlifting uh, he switched me from like the, the single body split to, to push pull legs and I did push pull legs and I wanted to train five days a week. And I did a um, strength uh, squat bench deadlift day and like a, a, a another, another bro day. So it was, it was gradually building and then it got rid of the bro day and it was two powerlifting days. And before I knew it, I was just powerlifting um, and I could deadlift 220 and I'd been doing it like a month and I was the same weight as I am now. And someone mentioned that I could potentially do okay at powerlifting if I trained for powerlifting. Cause at this point I was just doing push pull legs, squat bench deadlift on another day. Um, so I entered a competition for the next month, had no idea what powerlifting was. 
I knew it had to be 75 kilos. I knew it had to be the venue at this, but I remember turning up and them saying, oh, which flight are you in? And I didn't know what a flight was. I didn't know anything. Um, so I just literally entered the, the month after. I hadn't squatted ever apart from being in front of a mirror. So everything was completely new, but it was just the wanting the competition elements from training. Um, and then, yeah, just becoming disillusioned with the kind of bodybuilder split and wanting a little bit more out of training. And then that right. kind of pushed us into that. Coupled with, I guess, a natural, not a natural, but it was, I was fairly strong without training exclusively for strength. Yeah. I think we've all, we've all got those like performance interests for sure, haven't we? Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I think that's evident in, a, you know, all of our backgrounds really. And that's, that's the rest of the team as well. It's that, you know, in that interest of, and, and link between, you know, training and, and actually wanting to, improve performance and, and use the body in, in that kind of way, for want of a better, better phrase, yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, well, leading on from that into question four, Luke, what, who's, who's your uh, favourite powerlifter and why? My favourite power, I'd probably say two, so i say John Hack, who is a non-IPF lifter, so he's uh, he competes untested, but just I love his personality. I love that he, he takes it incredibly serious, but he also has a, a, a real good laugh. His intensity is great. He's just he, all round. He comes across as a really good guy. He's very funny, um, and he's an excellent lifter. So say John Hack, and then in IPF, I would say I like I like Brett Gibbs, eighty-three kilo guy. I met his uh, I met him, and I've met his mom. She's oh. nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I was training in the uh, in the world's uh, warm up area, and I was wearing a, a, a Brett Gibbs T-shirt, and his mom was watching from above. I didn't know it was his mom at the time, and she went, "Are you a Kiwi?" Um, I was like, "Oh no, no, this is uh, Brett Gibbs's T-shirt. I'm a big fan." Blah blah blah. She went, "I know Brett. That's my son." Accent got ruined. But Where is she you from? Get the idea. <laughs> She's from South Africa. Um, <laughs> so like <laughs> Brett Gibbs. Uh, Who's your favourite uh, weightlifter, actually, Luke? I wasn't going to ask, but I know you. Let me be uh, to, to hit the, the feminist points. Just uh, My favourite female powerlifter is I like uh, Jess Beretna and I like um, Amanda Lawrence as well. So Amanda, those are my favourite powerlifters. Yeah. Uh, favourite weightlifter, I was watching some weightlifting the other day, actually. I like, uh, I like Lou Zhao. Um, I really like Clarence Kennedy. I know he doesn't compete. I like following him. Um, and I also like... I don't really keep up with it now, so I only know some of the older people. But I like watching like Clockhouse videos. Mm. Um, so I'd say, that, I'd say those. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Sonia? Who's your favourite weightlifter then? Mm, so my favourite weightlifter is uh, Matthew Rogers. Because um, she is my age-ish. She's maybe a bit older, but I really admire her work. Like, but you you can just tell that like when someone does it from like being a child, like into gymnastics, it's completely different than when you do it just for a couple of years. So that would be her. Um, and I also like Klockov. Yeah. He's entertaining to watch for sure. Klockov, yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite powerlifter, Sonia? Uh, I would say it's Luke Rogers, uh, Team GB. Oh, oh, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Matty Rogers and Luke Rogers, you're in good company. The fan represent. All the Rogers. Okay, so uh, 
Sonia, if you didn't compete in weightlifting and mm -hmm. we're going to try another sport, what sport would you play slash compete in? So the question is, what sport would you play slash compete in if you changed sport? Basketball. Basketball <laughs> on them hoops. Um, I think um, this is really actually a hard question. I never thought of it. Um, maybe I would love to try rugby, but I just can't deal with the tackle thing. So I don't know if that would suit me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what would you what would you say uh, what what would suit me, Luke? Sonia, there, there was there was a phase just before we close where every other week you were naming a different sport that you were going to do. You're going to be a sprinter. <laughs> you're going to be a rower, and now you can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like it. That doesn't mean because I do it. I'm just <clears> like, <throat> I think I, whatever I try, you know, like I'm good at it. <laughs> Mate, I've watched, you're, you're absolutely terrible at basketball. <laughs> yeah, so you're um, you saying rugby, basketball? I think you'd be good at American football. Okay. You got you got to pick one, mate. Which one is it? Uh, I think I would go for the rowing. Rowing. <laughs> it will yeah. change tomorrow. It will change tomorrow. What about you, Luke? If you, hung, um, if, you hung, if you hung up the lifters, what would you... When I was younger, I, I would have said it would have been squash. It probably will, again, be squash at some point as I get a little bit older. Um, I do quite enjoy it. Um, but also, I would actually like to... I, I'm, I'm absolutely not built for it, but I would like to try and pursue the basketball. Um, I'd very much be an offensive guard. I wouldn't be able to defend much. But you know what? I'd try my best, and that's all that you can ask. I, I enjoy it. Said I'm terrible at basketball. Look, this goes public. Like I'm doing my best. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, comparatively, you're very much. Uh, uh, no, you're a good. You're a good center. You're a good center. That'll do. Go forward. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. So we're changing subject a little bit. Um, so we'll start with uh, start with you, Sonia. Uh, what made you join MSC? Um, so when I moved to city centre in Birmingham, um, I already knew about MSC and I, I don't know, like I didn't, didn't really search that much. Like I, I literally eliminated all the CrossFit gyms around. I think there's been just one in Big Bear, which I've tried and I just didn't feel that that's where I want to train. Um, and I, I just I just saw MSC as the only way. Like, and I don't know if I just didn't research enough, but I, I just picked MSC. And I remember the day when I came in and like, I think I spoke to Josh and uh, he was like trying to tell me what you guys offer. And I was like, I want this membership and I want to sign up now. And I want to start now, like I'm training now. Like I just knew what I want. Like, I just knew that I want to do weightlifting in your gym. And then I think I got into all the Metcons as well but yeah um I, I don't know like i just found msc and, and i saw it as the only only thing because of all the kids and the like you know the, the facility as it is like i knew i can do my thing so that's what made me pick it awesome what about you luke we well, yeah, obviously day one so like you asked us if i wanted to come over to msc we spoke about this the other day actually uh, and I was very much like, I 100% wanted to jump in, but obviously the nervousness of going from a, like I'm from like a very working class background. So my parents are always pushing like, you know, safe, be safe, choose the safe options. 
So when you say to your mum, you're working at Bannertines, my mum knows who Duncan Bannertine is. She understands that the gym's got X amount of gyms compared to my mate Mark is opening up a gym around the corner. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking of going and it's been like, I'm not sure if you should do that. So I absolutely wanted to go uh, to MSC. Obviously, I wanted to pursue powerlifting, which if I'd not have done, God knows what would have happened. Um, but yeah, so I definitely knew that I wanted to pursue being a strength coach, a strength conditioning coach, a powerlifting coach, and MSC was definitely the facility to be, but the nerves and apprehension were still there. But then I remember talking to a couple of clients that were saying like, if MSC fails, which it won't, but if it did, you can get another job at a health club within seconds. You've worked in there for years, you've got this experience, blah, blah, blah. And then that was it, just went for it. And it's the best decision I've ever made. So there you go. You backed me in the end. (laughs) I I backed you from the start, but it's just my parents was very much yeah no of course it's safety first, yeah yeah okay so moving on to question seven what are the three best things about msc in your opinion luke, luke go first. <laughs> uh, okay uh, <clears throat> i like the community i like the um diversity and respect from member to member so i think it's arguably the most diverse group of people i've ever met in my life and there's just a respect from everyone there just for being in that situation you could have a very novice uh woman working with a advanced man and there's absolutely no apprehension there and then the third thing would be um the support for example a great example is like attila the other day uh, put something up that he's you know he, need, he set up a golf with me for one reason or another and the amount of people from it's pretty much 100 percent msc people coming forward and uh, uh, gave their money to someone that hasn't been a member for two years but they've got this fond memories of him so i would say yeah those three definitely awesome good answer okay for me it's uh, the team the boys um the people um and the variety in those people like you know we have the powerlifters we have people who do running sprinting whatever kind of sport rugby guys and i think that it's under the roof of msc we all kind of come together um, and the third thing would be probably that I never felt worried or ashamed to train at MSC. Like, I know that many girls or people, have, like guys as well, say that like they feel embarrassed to train in the other gym, like among men. Let's say female says this a lot. I never felt this at MSC. And that, that's a big one for me that like MSC gives you opportunity to do whatever you want and be just yourself. So, yeah, yeah awesome. Love that. Love that. Fantastic. Um, what piece of kit would you add to MSC if you could? Price irrelevant. If we had unlimited funds. Sonia? It's a hard question, this. It's hard, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, The, I'm gonna say what first came to my mind. So it's the the care treadmill. Okay, okay, yeah. I can back up this if you want. It's it's amazing for spring. Yeah, it is. To be fair, it is, it is very good. I was just joking. I did see a couple on sale the other day, actually. So there we go. Who knows, Luke? I would go for I I, I my I instantly thought an elite call combi rack. But I've changed my mind now to a, um, I'm, I'm not sure what would be the best brand, but a hack squat. Mm. 
because we spoke a little bit about like machines coming in for hypertrophy this 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 year. Leg press, belt squat, fantastic. You get the hack squat, that's the big three. Oof. Lower body. Oof. And that's, yeah, that's answer, unbeatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I guess I'd say hack. Nice, nice. Good answer. Okay, uh, Luke, what is your favourite lift? I'm having a bad time of it at the minute, but but squat. Squat, can't beat a squat, yeah. Fantastic. Mine Sorry. is a snatch. Snatch. Mm-hmm. Any particular reasons for either, or just just feels feels the best? Uh, feels the best, um, and it challenges me challenges me in so many ways, and I yeah, think it just looks super cool. So. The snatches, yeah, the snatches just like such like just requires such athleticism, doesn't it, and skill like this the skill so you know precise. I enjoy. I was like one of my best moments is is you know deadlifting two nine five and it was a great moment. But there's nothing beat being under a bar waiting for a command to say start and trying to squat something heavy with three people around you ready to catch you if you fall and just the environment that comes with that and yeah I love it. Character building, isn't it? Like you know something you know standing up something that's trying to essentially crush you and kill you like. To be able to come out of that with, you know, on your on your heavy ones is uh, is pretty cool. Um, probably the only negative question we've got in here, but what annoys you most in the industry? I, I probably can start. Um, okay. <laughs> um, um, I don't know how to like label it, but the evolving industry in terms of obviously doing good in terms of coaching and then making good money out of something what you may call coaching and it's not really coaching. Um, so that annoys me the most, um, that there's not really a difference between what people do. Um, and me as a female, like I struggle with these girls promoting sporting brands, um, making money out of fitness and not really doing fitness. No, that's talking like in, in, influencers, etc. Yes, yes, yeah. No, that's no, good. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. For you, Luke. For me, I would say it would be people that are uneducated that are trying to make educated conversations. For example, like there's a few people that spout off stuff. I've read a few things recently. It, it doesn't bother me, but it, you know, people do read it that might have the reach. Um, like talking about like it's just stuff that's outdated by about five years. That we just know mm-hmm. it's not true anymore, um, but that just keeps pushing it, and it's it, that's, yeah. that, that's frustrating. It doesn't affect me, but it affects people that might follow them that, that, that don't quite know as much. Which then say, "Oh, sure. I need to do all this mobility work. Oh, I need to do." Yeah, and it's just not true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I think like with the with the question here, what annoys you most in the industry is like you could. Uh, I think the longer you're in it, you can build some pretty thick skin. And I think it's the only way to survive in this industry. If you're a good, like if you're a good coach and you're evolving and you're learning all the way, uh, it can be quite a, well, it can be a very, very difficult industry to be in because there is a lot of bullshit. There is, there's no regulation. Like there's no regulation as a, as a coach, like your, your nan can go and do a weekend pt course and then start charging people 60 pound an hour if she wants and the man on the street my, na- my nan has well my there you go same, same, same. in the old in the old woman's home and she's fucking doing it i thought she's I making on, good coins. i thought i saw on the gram actually the other day i think um, that what you said mark is is good 
label to it that there is no regulation to it no regulation it's like you you know any anyone can come in and do it and then start sprouting off um you know any sort of advice and uh, you know i don't know that that's maybe the one thing that that annoys me the most but you you can't do anything about it you can't change it so it, what, it doesn't what? it doesn't affect me but like i said it affects others and the amount of times a client will come to me and say oh did you see blah 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 said that i should be doing this and it's the only yeah. time that i'll ever be like well like too many cooks for the buff is the first one i'll say then if they're still pushing i'll say who are you going to listen to you're going to listen to me that you pay that has this qualification blah 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 or you're going to listen to this person that yeah know, it's, it's, it's yeah you yeah you have to you have to um like folks i mean one of one of the one of the inspirations for like building msc was you know you see so much so, so much bullshit around like you know in previous place we worked and just being able to like have four walls where you can just control the standards was a big thing for me like that was one of the main main reasons and i think you have to and then that that worked and then like social media has evolved and then like you've escaped that environment before and come into a controllable environment sound like a control freak here but like you know controllable environment where you can control the quality of what's going on and then social media has evolved and it's like whoa there's bullshit everywhere but like it's um you you have to just stay in your lane don't you and just focus on your own on your own thing i think it's the only way to any way to uh, survive and just do the best with the people that you can help and i think i used to want to try and save the world and change you know and and can control the world in, ter in terms of training and snc but yeah i think that's you come to the realization that you can't you can't do that so just um focus on the people that you can help is a, is a big one i think um cool where do you see yourself in five years time is the next question hopefully at msc but i'll understand if it's not <laughs> um so i would i would like to say that i would like to change a country um and try life in a different country but five years time for me is a long time like um i'm gonna approach my 30s boys and i don't know i honestly don't know i hope it's i'm gonna have it's a horrible uh, question yeah. it's a horrible question i'm sorry it's uh it's so hard to oh. answer in it but yeah well hopefully still no. in the industry um and doing M better than better than MS now msc bratislava we're in franchise.com for me five five years and ten years is a very different question but in five years i'd like to be uh in a position where i'm pushing i mean i would be very happy with the level of coaching that i'm, I'm i've got blah 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 but maybe like have a someone working underneath me as like a i don't know like a an intern slash as a second coach um just to have a, a bigger reach and probably open that up and aside from that probably just just more of the same but in 10 years could be very different but five years it's hard because of COVID as well. Like it's just, everything's just maintained for a year, but I'd like to, yeah, solidify my place as I am as like one of, one of the most reputable coaches in Britain in, in powerlifting anyway, uh, and maybe have like a team working underneath me in some respect. Sweet. That's a wise goal. Wise goals. Um, I, can, I can do less then as well. I won't have to do anything. <laughs> my little people. Okay, change the subject. What are your three favourite movies? I knew you were going to ask this, and you're not prepped. You're not I'm, prepped, are you? I've not, I've not what comes prepped. into your head? What comes into your head? 
haven't watched a movie for a while. Um, I like I like Will Ferrell. So I like I like Anchorman. I like um, the other guys. Yeah, that's cool. That's underrated. Then, it's so good. So other guys, Anchorman, and then if I chose, I really like um, like gangster movies. So I quite like. Um, What would I say is my favourite? Oh, Scarface is good. Give us a sec. Go on, then. Good fellas. Go on, good fellas. Good, good, good fellas. Good, yeah, yeah, good fellas. Are you going to say that? Good fellas um, would be in my, in my top three, definitely. favourite movie is uh, The Gentleman. Um, then I would say... The, <laughs> um, Why is that something? <laughs> But, so okay, apart from the actor, from the actors, um, it's like the background of uh, of like UK and Britain, and because like I live here now, that movie gives me such a different impression, like in a in a really good way, like all that atmosphere of a pub, a time, and like the accent, like I I love British accent. And um, that, that's why that's my favorite movie. I can watch it all over again. Then I would say whole era of Marvel and um, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Good shout. Mm. Good shout. Fantastic. The, I mean, you cheated a bit there with the whole, you know, whole of Marvel. But uh, I'll let you off. I'll let you off. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Favorite place to travel? Obviously, it's a bit of a kind of not to rub salt into the wound at the moment, but yeah. Favorite place you've been to? So I was, for me, so last year I went to, uh, I did like a month off and I went to, I never thought I'd get a month off again. And then here you go for 2020. Um, but I went to Dubai and then Australia. And I thought that like Melbourne or Sydney would be my favorite. And they were both fantastic. But we went to a place called Magnetic Island, um, which is like a very small island just off, um, I can't remember where it was off now, but it was it was unreal there. It was like so remote. There was like only one road. Uh, you had these like little malt cars that would drive there. There was like wallabies everywhere. It was uh, it was unreal. We saw some koala bears out like that were just uh, out out in nature, like not contained. It was that was definitely my favourite place. It was really really good. It's where my uh, my brother got married. Um, so I'd probably say Maggie Island was uh, my best. And I've been nice. to some good places, man. I went to New York last year. That was good, but. Maggie Island, there was just something about it that yeah. it was off Townsville. Townsville was where it was off, which no one's heard of, but that was really nice. But this island was crazy. Awesome. Um, for me, it's um, Vancouver in Canada. Um, so I had the chance to spend there, I think, a summer, two months, uh, visiting my family. And that that place has like a soft spot. Like it's, it's beautiful. And I would I would go back and I would travel through all Canada, like Canada is beautiful, clean. Yeah, when I went to, I went to Canada and um, it went to Calgary, uh, but we went to Banff, the national parks. If you go like, if you search for Lake Louise, if they call it the Lake of Instagram, it's it, it's just so nice, man. It's yeah. so nice. That Slovakia is really beautiful as well, guys. Slovakia is beautiful. Slovakia, is that a real, real country? <laughs> Next question, Mark. Is that Russia? <laughs> It's like it's thirteen pounds to get there. It can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> nice question. Thirteen pounds to get there, and then 
a million pounds to get back. Um, last two questions. Uh, these, these, uh, I hope doesn't cause any any rifts. A bit bit personal. Um, Favorite MSC member. <laughs> okay, Lou goes first. It's, uh, it's, can I, we love yeah, can all, we I, love all, we love all our children equally, obviously, but you know, just just for fun, just for fun. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to say uh, Elise. Oh, you <laughs> oh, bottled it! I absolutely bottled it. In fact, uh, my, my, I was like Graham, and uh, and uh, Elise will kill me tonight. So I'm gonna name three. I'm gonna say Elise White, Nazreen Brooker, who is the best client anyone could ask for, and Graham Levens, both my favourite three. Fantastic. Okay, uh, my favorite is Doug Lawrence and uh, Ben and Jody Cook. But oh, obviously, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, I love you all. But if you ask me, I'm all, like I'm always happy to see anyone. But these people always have a good, good chat, and this chat always gives me something for the day as well. Like, I'm, I'm you know, surprised. I, I thought you was. I thought you was gonna say uh, Jordan. I thought you was gonna say someone else. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, 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 I'm happy with next, next, next question. Um, least favorite. No, 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 we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> the last que the last question is. God, this is this is going to be awkward. Uh, favorite MSC member of staff. Hmm. Sonia, go. On. It's your turn. Go on, Sonia. <laughs> it's your turn. So you mean who's my favorite colleague, basically? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I, no, I don't have a favorite. I, I love you all. So. Okay. Who? <laughs> you push him for it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I can't really say you because you're not really my colleague, are you? And then I can't create this between Luke and Max. Okay, I can. My, fa my, my favourite um, Alex from Urban Training. <laughs> Alex and Liam from Urban Training. The, uh, Good the, Good the surprise with that. There you go. That's a horrible question, actually. Let's <laughs> yeah. You can edit that out. You can edit that out. <laughs> edit, edit that out. <laughs> this um, team wouldn't be complete without... Exactly. We exactly. We all, all have our strengths, don't we? Um, Okie dokie. That is okay, all Mike, the questions. Who's your, who's, your who's your favorite member of staff? Well, you, you can't you can't pick between your children, can you? <laughs> all par all parents will tell you they they love you all equally. You can't which choose a, between which your is kids, a lie. But you, which you, is a lie, but, but you can't choose between your kids. But if you ever look at what you get for the birthdays, you can tell which one I prefer mm. more. And in the six years I've known Mark, I've not had fuck all, and you got a card and a cake. So there's oh, your answer, shit. Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you wanted the answer, you've got it. Oh, there you go, there you go. Oh dear, nice awkward note to finish on. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's the last question, guys. So thank you for uh, thank you for partaking in that fun little uh, q a um hopefully our listeners have now got a better insight and a better idea of uh, of our coaches and, and what what they're all about um we'll have to do another one with uh, ben max and, uh, and josh as well at uh, at some point um anything anything to add there guys or we can round round it off 
I was like, so the next one will be just uh, me questioning you, Mark, and we're gonna pick all the nasty questions. Oh, that'd be that'd be brutal, wouldn't it? That'd be brutal. I think the questions were okay, weren't they? They weren't too bad. That's good. Good fun. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, guys, thank you very much. And we'll be leaving that there. Uh check out um the rest of our podcasts as well on our YouTube channel, MSC Performance Birmingham. Uh I believe Sonia's got a blog coming out uh soon as well on sprinting, which is gonna be a really good, uh, really good read. And uh yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Thank Bye. you.